Welcome back to the Rolling in the Deep podcast. I am Adele, owner of Babies on Broadway, here with my main gal, Summer. And today, you guys, we are going to be doing a podcast that we are going to call, and there might be multiple episodes in this, because we feel like it's a good life subject to touch on, but basically, my baby's a teenager. And And teenagers, yeah, they come in all, like, different stages of teen Yes, I was just going to say that. Yeah, because we have several. We do. Mm -hmm. So we have a range between the two of us. You know, we have an 18-year-old down to what I would really consider an 11-year-old, you know, that 11-year-old, yeah, Yeah. age group. Yeah, the preteens. They're they're terrible, too. (laughs) They're actually potentially... The worst. Yes. Actually, I mean, we'll let you know, like, TBD on that, because, like, the preteens could turn out to be hard teenagers too. I don't know yet, but, but time will tell. So today we just kind of wanted to talk about a different stage of life. I mean, we're covering, you know, babies. And I think anybody that, you know, has been in my store, listened to the podcast knows I obviously have a passion for that stage of life. But what I think my true passion has stemmed from is truly the process of parenting and, and the journey of it all. So now I'm in a little bit of a different stage in my life. Like the only baby that we have is Louis, the baby, the Louis, the baby Frenchie. <laughs> and it is He's like a, a newborn real baby, actually. Actually, it's just, terrible. Let's be real. He's so codependent. He is so codependent. Yeah. I mean, like just earlier before I came here, it was like he couldn't just sit by me. He had to like snuff his face on me, like, like right on me. Like, this is unnecessary, Lou. But, you know, that's that was my own decision. So I'm living with that. He's cute. You know, we'll bring him on sometime to the pod. We will. We yes. absolutely will because everyone should meet Louis. They should. Yep. He's pretty cute. So then we've got, I've got my two. So I have an 11-year-old preteen. He's going to be 12. Uh, he is? Yeah, March. pretty soon. Yeah. So pretty soon I'll have a 12-year-old. And then I've got my older one who is 16, going to be 17 in September. And Summer has a, is Gavin 11 or 12? 12. 12. Yep. So 12, 16, and 18 Yep. are your teeny boppers. Whew. Yeah. Just saying it takes your breath away a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does because it goes by really fast. And oh, it does. Yeah, it yeah. does. And I think we've been having some conversations lately about some of these different stages of life with teenagers. Now, your 16-year-old is a girl and my 16-year-old is a boy. Now, let me tell you, the girls, they want to come on our podcast. I say girls because it it's do. like her daughter and like her bestie, who also is our OJT student. And Ooh, this is Maddie and Lena, and we totally told them we give them a shout oh, out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Maddie and Lena. And they want to come on the pod, and they've got some good teen topics to cover. I always thought it would be really fun to have like at least one of my kiddos on the podcast, but like boys are a little more salty with it, I feel like, but it yeah. would be fun because. I am commonly around an entourage of teenage boys. You truly are. And I flip and love it. I actually love the stage of life. Like it's bizarre because I think most people sort of dread it, but I just find them fascinating. I love being around them. I think they're absolutely hilarious. The things they talk about, how much food they eat, they're just, I mean, it's fun. I mean, they're just boys and there's just many of them. And a lot of them work for us. They do. Yeah, like we've got these like, cycle of teenage oh, boys that yeah, from the junior class yeah, pretty much they are all juniors rem's a sophomore but, but his friends are a little, yep, bit older. a little bit older and so we've got a couple of jt students like one that comes in that is a boy and one that arlena that's a girl and mm-hmm. they are very different so very much different being around the boy girl, girl. Crowd. yeah they're the same age holy it, buckets it yeah. is like astonishingly different just so much the girls they giggle a lot although the boys do too 
There's a lot of laughing with boys, but it's over such different things. Yes. Like bodily fluids. I mean, I was just sitting at, actually, this was really fun. So Ram, my oldest, has a girlfriend. And so this is one of the things, like, we were going to kind of talk about, too, like, just how different it is. And we were just discussing this morning how it's interesting when your child maybe, like, loves someone or cares for someone, how you find yourself caring for that person, too, and what a fun and unique experience that is. And when I was dating, I used to say, like, I knew myself well enough to know, like, or I thought I did anyways, and I'm questioning this, like, if I could actually date someone who had their own children, because I struggled in my brain to think, like, how do I share that love or how do I, I would only want to do it if I knew it could be absolutely fair across the board, right. you know, to like love everybody the exact same and, and treat everybody equal and not have this your kids, my kids mentality. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting at this like I'm watching girls volleyball. I've never got to watch female sports really before. It's so much fun. And it is intense. It is. It's like watching it? an overtime period in hockey. I have heard this about girls volleyball. But it doesn't stop. I mean, it's like one big overtime period. And I'm like, oh, I have such bad anxiety about this. That would be anxious. The ball goes back and forth and back and forth. And like somewhere it's going to like go out and everything's a point. And like it's even a point if they just hit the net. Like they don't make the serve over. They get a point for that like the other person does. And that's something that we cheer about, which doesn't feel right. But like it's good because they got a point. Right, right. It's just bizarre. But so there fun. must be a lot of cheering. Oh, yeah, there is. Like, there is. Because there's a lot of back and forth. Right. It's quite exciting. But just how, you know, like, I had that same feeling of when I'm watching my own children play sports. Like, I'm looking at Courtney and her mom's calling her cookie. And I'm just like, she's so cute. Look at her go. Look at how good she is. Like, just like, yeah, yeah, yay. That one's mine. She's not mine. Sorry, Trisha, her mom. But... <laughs> You know, you just like love but in that moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that it's you. You start sharing. Yes, that love, especially I think when your your child just cares about them so much. They have a very sweet relationship. They just went to winter formal this over this weekend, but I mean, I am low key sad. I don't get to be involved in all the girl things because turns out he found someone who is independent like me. Where I thought my baby, who's like a massive baby in my opinion, like my Rem is just a bad mama's boy, like to the extreme. I figured he'd bring me home like a clinger. But he's a mature one. I you know. know. I think that's why he has older friends too. Just because he's He's an like, old soul. He is. He's an old Both soul. My kids. He's always kind of yeah. had a maturity about mm-hmm. him. Yet he's, of course, your mama's boy. Yeah, yeah, he is. And then he just finds Miss Independent. Which is just like me. So, I mean, I get it. It only makes sense. I know, but it makes me sad because I thought, like, one of them's got to bring me a little clinger that just wants to come along for everything and just let me take her shopping and do the things. That is not what I got. I got a healthy, which is great, relationship between the two and a very independent, and she keeps them in line. She's a 4.0 student. I think her sister's going to be valedictorian. Wow. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Courtney is, too. Like, they're just so great and great family. So, yeah, you just kind of find yourself. And you've even had them, like, out to the cabin, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just too fun. I really enjoy it. Like, so at the volleyball tournament, I actually took a day off yesterday. I mean, I worked. Okay, I did for a couple hours. But I went to this volleyball tournament, and I was there, and, like, we all left together. Like, me, her her grandma, her mom and dad, and we went and we had – um, lunch and we got the kids Starbucks while well, Remy waited there with Courtney and so that was fun too like we all were able to go out and have a nice lunch together it was just real nice it was a nice time but where I was going with this and these boys in bodily fluids so I'm sitting on the floor back to that watching some volleyball and Remy's sitting next to me and all of a sudden he's just showing me pictures of poop random not his on TikTok wherever they are 
Are we other people's poop? I like I guess these are on the internet, and it's in like his for you on TikTok. Can you even believe? I mean, like why the world? Who does that? And why you know, are you showing that stuff on TikTok? And listen, and, and he, wherever they're looking at. And it. why is he laughing about it? Because he knows better. I have a horrible <laughs> stomach, and I don't want to see that. Like I'm going to start throwing up. You do. I know. <laughs> you do. So, she really does do. And like, and, and it's not. It's like no joke. Like I will vomit. So please stop showing it to me. And like he's laughing about it, and then he's showing Courtney's mom because like he still thinks this poop is funny. Yeah. And I do not like put it away. No one wants to see pictures of poop, <laughs> Remington. You know. I know. And that's I know. boys. Like it's, it's seriously so, boys. They just think so all that stuff is, is funny. Boys. Butts, poop, armpits, like. They love it. All of it. It's bizarre. Absolutely. And then you get girls, and it's just so different. And the th- I mean, even just the where they refer to taking a dump. Yeah. You know, it's not even, it's even something different. I, what, I forget what, the, I'm a trying duke. to think. A duke. A duke. Is that, <laughs> but there's also like, <laughs> there's something about blowing up something. Oh like, my did gosh. you blow up? And I'm like, oh my what? gosh, what did that mean? And basically it meant, did you take a poop? Wow. <laughs> we were know. we were talking about this earlier too, that teenagers actually have their own language. In fact, <gasps> Abby got in on this as well, our, our gal who does our podcast. Because we, like, you were saying that some one of the words they use are, what do you even call it? Like an acronym? Is that the right thing? Yeah. I don't know. Like an abbreviation was lit. And I'm like, in my mind, like lit, like, yeah, that's lit. Like, that's cool. No. Summer tells me it means like literally. It was short for literally. <laughs> and they just like have their own language and you mm-hmm. can't even like get on board with it like mid. Mid. My nine-year-old. Yeah. Constantly is mm-hmm. showing me stuff You're mid. mid. Excuse me? What does that even mean? Um, like basically. I am above average. Don't tell me I'm mid. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to say. I mean, they, they, they have or, their own Did label. you like that? It's food. Mid. It's mid. That's so then that means they didn't like it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me it's mid. Yeah. I'm so sick of mid. But what's a better word? What's above mid then? I, I, I don't know. Because that's, Cause I've ever, only I heard always mid. keep hearing everything's mid. mid. So nothing's ever good. You know what? Yeah. See, that we got to find it lit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lit. If it was lit. You, it would be great. That's a killer, right? Right? But no, that actually means literally. That just means So it could be lit mid. Literally mid. (laughs) I love lit mid. We We will make our own Yeah, we will, actually. Because I'm sick of theirs. Because I don't know what it means half the time. And we were just talking about how we have to Google it. So you'll get something via text and you're like, I don't know what it means, but like I can't ask because then I'm not cool. Right. And then they're all they're always laughing at me anyway, you know? Yeah. About who even knows what. You I know, know what I mean? That's the other thing. What are you giggling about? What are they about, giggling? About but that's the now. girls. The girls giggle. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, they also take those pictures of us and put filters on them. <laughs> oh, and then they, they don't do tell us. This. No, they don't. And then they like post to places. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm over this. Well, I think <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> you do. You're the, you I'm like, oh, send from. me that. <laughs> I mean, they're horrible, but they're I absolutely awful. find them hilarious. Absolutely awful. Yeah, but and they make memes out of it. Yeah, is what I hear. <laughs> oh, I know. We're living memes. Yeah, I always have them send them to me because I kind of enjoy them. Because they actually sometimes would do it. They would find like old pictures of my oldest Christian, and they would 
make filter it they would filter it and it was back like when he was in junior high and it was a bit heftier oh no so they would make him these horrible memes and then they'd send it his way and they are just thinking they are so so funny funny. i mean it is funny i mean i know that's the thing it is it's like oh crap this is funny but it's so inappropriate it is inappropriate oh my gosh yeah so it's kind of wild as you go through the phases because i think when you're in like baby and toddlerville like your life is chaotic and crazy and you kind of like wish some of it away in a way. I know. Like, oh, I wish they you could do. walk so they're not so independent on me. And then it's like, I wish they could talk. So you don't want them. Like, yeah. take that back. <laughs> you want them to talk because they're going to be calling you mid. They do. Exactly. You'll yeah. take it back. You'll take it back someday. Yes, you will. <laughs> then, you know, you kind of wish for that because, I mean, it is nice when they can communicate and not just throw temper tantrums. It is. You know, but a temper tantrum sometimes can just be hug it out, you know, and that's nice. Yeah. Versus what the words that can lash back at you and then you get into like the like the little stages of like the kindergarten and preschool years and they're still just so innocent and sweet Mm, to a point point. and then (laughs) and then you get teens and it's a whole different beast but I oddly really love it I love teenagers I love I just think they're so unique and funny and they will tell you all the things and I maybe this isn't everybody but they share their secrets with me teens do tell yeah. you a lot There's and it's no doubt about it's it. wild <laughs> and like sometimes you take it in and you're kind of like okay Sometimes there's that line of like, does this need to be shared right. somewhere? Like, how serious is it? Yes. You know, like yes. who maybe needs to be in the know to that. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to break their trust because if you do that, then right. you're not going to I also it. see that with this, I don't even know what this gen would be, but that they have had so much kind of education about mental health mm-hmm. that they they definitely talk about it a lot more and there's also that like you know they use some of the words some clinical words real loosely like I'm so depressed I'm so anxious mm-hmm. when a lot of times it's just being a human yeah um but because of just what social media has done to a degree with it and the what it which is great the level of education that they're a little bit more intuitive to yeah. what they're experiencing. Yeah, into with their emotions. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they will name it out. And then it's the fine line for the parent of like siphoning through like, okay, like... Are you depressed? Right, like is this a serious clinical mm-hmm. depression or... Are you having a bad day? Right, is this just a mood thing? I mean, yesterday I sent Maddie a text and it was like, yeah, you might have to ride the bus a little bit from dad's. <laughs> and like the response was... And I, I, but I also agreed to give her a ride and then was like, no, never. Ooh. <laughs> so she will never again be riding the bus is basically the response. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> that is real sharp. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I get it, but it's just those things where you're like, jeez. Oh yeah. My preteen kind of throws that at me a little bit more with his words like or you're like oh geez although I'll tell you what Remy went snowboarding I think it was last night he got these new yeah he got these new snowboarding boots and turns out (laughs) we didn't know how to get off (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know this was a thing (laughs) holy crap it's intense isn't it holy I mean like seriously like he so he has a little bit of literal anxiety and he felt trapped in his boot. Now, mind you also, like he drove with those boots because oh, he couldn't get them off 
at the frickin' ski place. So he got the binding off the board, but yeah. he couldn't get the, literally get the, the physical boot off. Boot off. Yeah. And had to drive with it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. This whole table's going to tip. Yeah, he had to drive home with his boots on. And then he gets home and he is like, he just kept saying over and over, like, I'm going to rage. Like, I am going to rage. Like, I need this boot off me. And like, I'm like looking at this boot is like a foreign object. I mean, and let's just pause for one second. What would your grandma, your grandma who raised you, yeah. what would she have done if you were like looking at her and be like, I'm going to rage. I, I'm going to rage. Well, one time I think I said I was mad about something and an entire Perkins blueberry pie shoved in my face and gave me a bloody nose. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but I don't think it would have been good. I don't, I don't think it would have either. But like, he was literally like screaming at me. So he's almost like rage. claustrophobic. Yes, in the boot. And yes, yes. And he wanted it off him so bad. And he could not get this boot off. And like, turns out it was incredibly difficult. Like I had to bring up a YouTube video and read the instructions oh several times. And I had to like pull this knob out. And then it's like telling me to like do something with this weird looking wire and these two handles where I had to like pull them apart. And I'm like pulling as hard as I can. And I am like, this boot is not moving. And I'm oh like, gosh. um, I don't know. I mean going back to like our last podcast we need you to just start it on fire or like how do we get this thing off but luckily okay so I'm like just give me your leg at this point like get, put your leg up here because he is really starting to get Ooh, I would be too irritated and then you got Flynn coming in Flynn's gonna get it off no he's not gonna get it off like I, no one was probably gonna get it off yeah so there are these literal handles on the boot and I like pull from like both sides in fact I think I hurt my shoulder it's very sore and held it with my knees and like I finally got it to break open like I don't even know what I did I think he had something mm-hmm. wrong with this Buckets. wire that was supposed to help bo- like pull it open and I was like do not put those boots on without getting help next time because I think something was wrong but I was able to get both boots off by like some mass mom adrenaline strength because Ragey was gonna rage yeah. and he was really mad about it and then he was hungry and wanted DoorDash Ooh, so he was hangry in the middle of this yeah and then he only wanted anger with yes. this age group is it's so terrible. intense it is so terrible and he's a bottomless pit do yourselves a favor. If feed they your children. seem hangry, feed them. Feed them. Because it fixes it. It does. It really does. It's amazing. I have made the mistake and I won't yeah. anymore. Like you can wait. No. No. Just feed them. Yep. Like I don't care if it's a piece of cheese, like a spoonful of peanut butter. Put yes. this in your mouth, hangry. Like <laughs> their mood, I promise, will improve. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It actually works. And I'm kind of a hangry, you know, person yeah. too. So I get it. But yeah, so then he wanted orange chicken and it wasn't... <laughs> available on the dash and so that became an issue because then we got into this fight about like what on DoorDash he could get and it was just Buffalo Wild Wings which then happened to turn into him getting wings leaving them out Fendi the Savannah cat then getting into the wings leaving them on the floor only for Louie the tiny baby Frenchie to eat a chicken bone TBD on if we're going to the emergency vet anytime soon I'll let you know but it was a real chaotic mess is what happened with that. Louis was loving life. Well, the chicken bone. I mean, he didn't bite my finger off when I tried to get it, but I couldn't get it. He locked yeah. it. And I oh, don't think they're supposed the to eat jar. those. So I am quite nervous about how that's going to go. But yeah, these teenagers, they just kind of flip on a... On a dime. On a, on a moment's real. Mm-hmm. notice. And it's just such a different stage of life as you watch them walk into more adult-like problems. It is. Yeah. And the fact Truly. that they can drive vehicles... 
mind blowing. Yeah. It's absolutely like a whole new form of anxiety that you go through at least for a little bit. I could only describe it as a little bit of like postpartum anxiety. Like I wasn't sleeping at first when he could drive. And even last night coming home from where he was skiing and I didn't even know he had these dang boots on. Like that makes it even more dangerous, but it was foggy and a little bit slippery. And he's a commuter. He actually told me the other day, he's like... (laughs) You know what I'm going to say because I, I told you. No, I don't. But I just, he's so funny. Like, yeah, I can, he's such it, an old soul. I can't wait to hear Yeah, him. well, he's just like, literally, he's like, Mom, it's like I am a 30-year-old commuting to work every day 30 minutes, you know? <laughs> I mean, be yeah, because like he's got to commute to school every day. And like, he's like, there is adults that can't even do it. And I'm like, yeah, it is true. I mean, I get that, buddy. Like, it is hard and you play hockey and you're up late at night and then you've got to get up and, and commute. You get good grades. I yeah. Mean, it is a lot. Yeah. I no 100% <laughs> understand because he really just did not want to go in the morning. It was icy out and slippery and Mm -hmm. it was dangerous. Like I'm not going to lie. And I let him stay. And then I told the school that that's what I did. And I guess like, if you know, CPS is getting called on me for his extreme tardiness. (laughs) I I will deal with it, but it was not in his best interest to drive in that moment. But that's what he said to me. He's like, I'm like a 30 year old that commutes every day to work. There's adults (laughs) who can't even do it. Like, yes, you are correct, child. Mm-hmm. And he does a good job with it. He really does. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, he has a couple it. dings in his car, but one's from me. I backed right into him. And, and now we know who the other one's yeah, from. Yeah, we won't <laughs> say it on our pod because no, you never know won't. who's listening. But I know. <laughs> <laughs> he told me it was a hit and run. So do I. <laughs> Summer does too. And then forgot we had backed up iClouds. <laughs> exactly. As he's texting his buddy who actually hit his car, bribing him. Yes, I'm gonna tell my mom you hit my car. Ooh, mom just found out because remember we shared text messages. (laughs) But I'll let you keep that one and save it for a rainy day. Keep it in your pocket. It was fun to watch. It actually, yeah, it really was because he was quite upset. Yeah. You did get your full worth out of it, so we're going to let you I know. Mm-hmm. He didn't because the answer was no. Right. So he he's still got to keep that one. Yeah, you should mm-hmm. have told on him. If you're listening, young son, we know your secret. Oh, <laughs> do we ever. <laughs> Somebody might not be happy that you hit his ska. <laughs> yes. But what a like, classic teenage thing. Like, yeah. dude. I mean, the text was like, dude, I didn't even tell my, my mom. mom. You smacked. Was smoked it? my smoked, car. Smoked and it was bra. Car. Bra. Oh, yeah, bra. Yeah, like bra- brother? Like, but bra? Like B R U H? I have asked Gavin like... that before because he used to always call me that. And I was like, I mean, what? I hate Isn't when like I get called. Bra, like a bra? Like, what? That you wear? Yeah. Do you want to see mine? Maybe. In my closet? Because then... <laughs> you see these sweatshirts that are like B R U H? Yeah, that's bra. Yeah. I don't think we say Is that not even saying it right? Bra. 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 That might be it. We should get them. The t-shirt, the t-shirt, and I hate when he calls me like buddy or dude. Like coming out of my preteen, I am not your buddy or your dude or your bra, bra, whatever, however you say that. Yeah. So I think Remy's text message was like, "Bro, bra." I didn't even tell my mom you smoked my car. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't. I was like, "Well, now you did." I mean, that was so you know that we share an iCloud backup by accident, so I see everything. I'm not. Sure, why you put this in writing? Exactly. So when I don't want people to see things, I communicate via Snap with him because it goes away quick. At least it's whoever opens it first. So like I can still see his, he can still see mine, but it's whoever. It's like, uh, it's like I don't know whoever gets it first. So there's a great question, mm-hmm. which I have still not quite figured out. How do they determine 
if they're going to text or snap someone, you know, like what's in it. I get so confused. Like why they I sometimes that? make this mistake of being like, just send her a text. Oh, you mean a snap? Well, I don't care how you send it, but like, do you do both? But you know, like how do they decide what platform <laughs> they're communicating <laughs> like, on? I know. Cause it's so like well, snapping is so popular. Yeah. And I think for default for Remy, especially just because of the fact that our iClouds are backed up, yeah, a lot of his stuff goes to Snapchat. Snapchat. Mm-hmm. But now Snap, I mean, it used to just delete everything, but it doesn't anymore. You can like scroll up and see what's in there. So like oh. I can read conversations all day. I mean, oh, I, I didn't know Snap had changed like this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when it changed, but I know I can see mine and I can see his. So I feel like everybody's Isn't can be seen kind of de- defeating like, the purpose. Yeah, because I thought people like that about Snap. I think Snap. so, but I don't know why, but it doesn't go away. I mean, I can mm. see in there now, so I enjoy it. Tricky. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of the way that they communicate. I know Flynn uses that a lot too, but then some kids don't have it. So you'll get that. And some of Remy's older friends do choose text until they figure out we're backed up to the iCloud and I answer. Because <laughs> sometimes I like to mess with them. I'm not going to lie, especially if they're inappropriate. I definitely yeah. get into the ball game with that. That is fun. And they you don't did know. have a couple. Well, Flynn's. I, right. I was going to say. That kid didn't care at Flynn's. all. Yeah. No, he didn't. I mean, he was totally just going along with it. Even when I was he like, did. this is Flynn's mom. <laughs> He didn't care. Either. He didn't care at all. Mm. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. Whoa. <laughs> have you read up in the rest of the things you have said? You don't care? All right. Uh, Flynn, this one's off your friend list. <laughs> Gandhi. Bye-bye. Inappropriate. Bye. So, yeah. I mean, it's they're an interesting creature. And I think, you know, we'll bring maybe some of them on here. Yep. Talk about the dynamic of the relationships. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I find that they're real open with me. It's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have talks with them that I feel like maybe aren't my place or I don't want to overstep any boundaries or, you know, they're sharing things with you that borderline like, uh, does this need someone else involved in it? But at the same time, I appreciate in general um, how open at least my older one is extremely open with me. And I think you're really good at delivering the message of like, if it is maybe something that needs a little bit more attention. Yeah. Of letting them know that. Yeah, I do. You know. And I think the way even just like therapy has been normalized so well Mm -hmm. lately and all those good supports, it's so much easier to like bridge that gap with this age group now. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that it always makes me think of like when a kid is sharing something like that with me or a teenager, it's like you almost question like what makes you not want to share it with the people that you have in your support system or home, you know? Right. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how maybe we got to that point. Maybe it's because I talk really openly with my own children. I'm not exactly sure. And I want them to be informed of the world around them to a point, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to find out whether it's from you or whether it's the internet or whether it's their friend on the bus. Right. Like whatever it is. I mean, just having an open conversation about it, at least maybe something will stick. Maybe not. I don't know. I remember Remy's friends being like nine or 10 years old and asking me about a mangina. (laughs) It's a sensitive subject. I'm not really trying to like get into anything like on the trans world, but like, because this was a little bit like even before some of that was really brought to light, but you know, the movie Step Brothers, and that's where it came from. And they literally had the question, like this was a very like honest and innocent question, but like, can a man like have a vagina like is that what a mangina is and how does that work like are you if you're born with oh one boy. part how do you get it and like there's like 10 of these kids at my house 
Well, one of them was going to Google it. Question. And I was like, don't Google it. No. <laughs> Get off your phone immediately. You don't yeah, Google please. mangina, vagina, None fajita. Just don't <laughs> Google any Neither of it. Yeah. <laughs> please, not at my house. Like, we do yeah, not right. need that coming up. Like, and like, no, like, here's the story to the best. And then next thing I know, after we went across mangina, then they were asking me about the Jewish religion. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, what? I and then like I did have to really not an expert in that. <laughs> no, I'm not. And I had to send a little text message to the parents, like, hey, um, so some topics were brought up tonight <laughs> that like I did my best to navigate, but I like I'm sorry if anything comes back and please check your children's search engines. <laughs> Cause Mangina could have been in there and you know that ain't good. No. If it's, and this was, you know, like these boys are 16, 17 now. So this was probably when they were 10. So this was seven years ago. This was a while ago, right? Yeah. And it still sticks with me because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to feed you people pizza. And why are you asking me about like the true meaning of like Jewish, like religion? And because they were asking me like why people would say things like, about that specific religion or like not like that they like didn't understand it it again is not my area of expertise but I did my best to navigate it and then I don't know the mangina came out of nowhere and that was like I'm not google it and then we had to talk about why you don't google that yeah no not and not at my house and you want to google it at home or on your parents phone (laughs) that'll be between you and them (sighs) oh it was a long night I probably should have taken all their cell phones no doubt but there was like 10 of them and they were laughing and giggling and eating pizza and talking about, like, life's problems. And I was like, whoa. They were loving life. Yeah. yeah. But, again, I think that just having that open platform, they're going to spill it somewhere. They are. So a better, I guess, like, a safe spot than yep. a non-safe spot to get bad information. Mm-hmm. Or Google. Don't Google it. Or just, right. That don't Google. Google. It ain't good. No. No. Yeah. I don't know. So there's our talk on teens today. I don't think we really covered like three things, pieces of advice we can give you like a typical podcast, but I'll, I'll leave it with one maybe is just to enjoy it because it's hard, I think, to enjoy sometimes. I really have an odd enjoyment for it, but I know that like it's difficult, but it goes by super fast. And there's things that are really unique and beautiful about that age. Like really? Yeah. They're faced with adult problems but their brain isn't fully there yet. Exactly. Like watching them work through them and grow and make good choices, make bad choices. It's going to be both, but getting to be a part of that and come out on the other side is it's a unique experience. It's, you it's know? a privilege. Yeah. Truly. And then mm-hmm. watching them grow up to be men. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got boys it's only, just, so I can't speak to the women, but it's just weird. It is. Cause they're like your babies and mom, 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 mom. And then they're like your uh, huge children and six feet tall and yeah yeah and we'll cover maybe someday when we send them off summer had a freshie so we're not going to talk about that or she'd be crying through the whole thing yeah. but she sent her oldest off to the air force basic just this last week and so at some point we'll cover that as well you will yes but in the meantime enjoy your teenagers and preteens don't forget to feed them oh yeah don't let them get hangry Mm-mm. it's just not a that's another one of our takeaways yeah don't let them yeah. get hangry. It's not a good life decision. It's not. You know? And then they need sleep too. Yes. That's the other thing. They need a lot of sleep. And, and if you have some of these kiddos that are like, literally, they have to be to school at seven because mm-hmm. they have band practice. Then they've got after school sports and then they work a job. 
Yeah. And then they're also driving. I mean, th- when they sleep sometimes is crazy. Yeah. So it really is a priority. Well, and if you think about their schedules, and I talk about this too, because like in the time when I was a teenager, I guess I didn't even notice it. And I worked multiple jobs and like did my thing. But like I think about Remy and like his hockey schedule and how crazy and chaotic is. Sometimes he starts his day at six in the morning mm-hmm. and he's getting home at 1030 at night. Yes. That is more than like pretty much any typical adult works. Yes. I mean, it's wild what we ask them to do. Plus it like their wild. bodies are growing and they're not always eating properly because they're on the run. Exactly. I mean, it's crazy. So our teenagers are going through a lot. I mean, that's more than a 40 hour a week and they're expected to get good grades and some Mm -hmm. of them are expected to maintain jobs on top of sports or whatever the case may be. It's quite wild. Mm -hmm. I always thought I'd be a parent that's like, oh yeah, you've got to work and get a job. But I look at his schedule now. I'm like, I don't know how you fit that in there. Mm -hmm. Not at this moment anyways, during the sports season, but like, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, he might technically work more than I do. Don't tell anybody that. Like, I know, because that's nearly impossible. Well, and it's not good. <laughs> we all know that. No. So, all right, you guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will do some follow-ups and bring some teens on. We'll see who we can get. We know Maddie and Lena are game for it, but we'll yeah, see if we coming. can get you some boys, right? In the meantime, check out the Rolling on the Deep podcast and all the platforms. Check out our social media, Babies on Broadway, on Instagram and Facebook and all of the things. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.